Welcome to the Mainly Eminem podcast in association with ePro. On today's show, we'll be discussing 50 Cent's final lap tour in Manchester, the Eminem and Fortnite collaboration, the merchandise eBay fiasco, and we'll go through our Spotify rap list. Uh, joining me as ever is Blake and Ross. Guys, thanks for joining me. How are you today? Okay? Uh, not too bad, pal. How are we? We're good, we're good, and it's uh, we're getting to that sort of just before Christmas as well, so start of December, uh, looking forward to the Christmas period as well, so we'll start off with yeah, 50 Cent and his final lap tour, Blake was in Manchester for the gig, uh, now the gig, it's a, a world tour that 50 is doing of course, it's the 20th anniversary of Get Rich or Die Trying, so he is doing just about every sort of city on the planet you could name. He started off the tour on July the 21st and it will end on the 14th of December. Uh, as it stands at the moment, he's done roughly about 90 shows. I think the, the by the time he finishes his tour, he would have just done over 105 so yeah, Blake was at Manchester, uh, the Manchester gig uh, just last week there, and yeah, Blake, if you can give us a little insight to you know what happened and how it how it went off. Yep. So obviously got the train into Manchester. You know, get into Victoria Station, which is literally right next to the AO Arena where he was doing his show. I've got to say there was two people I met while I was waiting to actually go in. Probably some of the nicest people I've ever met because obviously like we're all there to watch the same thing. So. You've got that instant bond and that instant connection with those people because obviously it's a common interest. Yeah. And, you know, they they said they'd check out the show, so if those people are listening, you know, shout out to you guys because obviously that weight was made loads better by talking to those people and, you know, sharing, like, a couple of stories. And one of the lads had, you know, tattoos of um, Obi Trice's signature. Obi Trice actually signed his arm and he got it tattooed and uh, he had Swifty from D12's uh, signature tattooed on him. So... Again, oh, yeah. he, he he was a brilliant lad to talk to. I do apologise, I can't remember the names. Obviously, it was, you know, two or three weeks ago as we were recording this now. So, I do apologise, I don't remember the names. But, yeah, shout out to those lads. Um, once you get in, I did the usual, checked out the merch stands, bought myself a Get Richard Die Trying vinyl. Because, obviously, that's the main thing of this show. It's 20 years since Get Richard Die Trying came out. Circled round, spoke to some more people. Obviously, you go in, you know, find me seat. Get... I, Tried getting in nice and early just so, you know, it's nice to sit down, relax just before everything kicks off. I'd say the actual, so a DJ came out at eight o'clock. Um, he started off with, um, you know, performing Eminem songs mixed into Dr. Dre. Um, a couple of newer tracks. Uh, by this point, I'd gone out to get a drink, so I couldn't really tell you what else he played. But that was a brilliant little start just to get people warmed up for the shows coming up. Yeah. Um, straight after that, just Sam coming in, Jeremiah's hit the stage, and the women mate were going absolutely off the head. Once he <laughs> is, is the song called "Birthday Sex" or something oh. like that. Yeah, um, thanks for that, mate. So there must have been some birthdays in there, mate. Once that started, for you couldn't hear for nothing, right? <laughs> um, but to be fair, his energy, you know, the backing set, 
it was incredible. Brilliant warm out act. There was a it was quite a long wait till um so after Jeremiah came out it was Buster Rhymes, but in between there was a little bit of a wait, which wasn't too bad. It was a nice little uh you know, sit down, relax, chill out basically. Uh Buster Rhymes came out and I tell you what, mate, if Buster Rhymes does a, uh, does more shows in the UK, I reckon we all go because that oh, we need was to go. a brill he was only out for what could have been 40 minutes to an hour. It, it felt close to the 40 minutes mark but It felt like he was out for a good while, but not once did I feel bored. Um, you know, you had Buster Rams, you had Spliff, and the energy they had with that crowd, you know, there was one point where they did this, uh, what I can only describe as like a goofy Scooby-Doo walk. So they walked to the right-hand side of the arena, and they basically said, excuse me, there's no sitting down at a Buster Rhymes show. <laughs> you know, and they tell everyone jump up and, you know, they're bouncing around, start doing uh, a couple of other chants. And then they walk over to the left side, doing the same Scooby-Doo walk, mate. It was absolutely hilarious. If I find the video, I'll have to send it to you boys in our chat. But, yeah, they basically do the same thing on the left side. And, mate, the energy Buster Rhymes and Spliff had was unreal. Like, yeah. it was it was comedic the whole way through. Um, you know... He he basically gave a nice little insight saying when 50 Cent first toured, they were on the tour with him, you know, 20 years ago. So they are basically saying it's nice that everyone's still healthy, still happy. You know, no one's falling out. And the fact that they could do this 20 years on is a real testament. So that was nice. They, they did this nice little um, Queen tribute. They played We Are The Champions. Uh, that was good. Obviously, Buster Rhymes, I believe... As of now, the album is out. He was announcing that his album Blockbuster was coming out. Yeah, I've just seen that. I've listened to a few tracks. It's actually really good. Yeah, so that's out as you know, as we're speaking now. So again, anyone who's listening, go and give that a listen because that, like, well, Danny just said, there's a few songs off there which are absolute corkers of songs. Brilliant. Again, there's not really much more to say about, but it was just, it was comedic. It was energetic. It was absolutely fantastic. Like. If again, if he does shows in the UK with this new album or just in the future in general, I am one hundred percent going because that energy I felt honestly couldn't couldn't rival it with anything else that I've experienced. Yeah, you'd, you'd like to think that just with doing like was supporting fifty throughout this tour, that you know he's probably picked up a, a few extra fans along the way as well. So I'd, I'd say there's definitely an appetite for for it's funny to come say here. that. Because on the train back, I was actually talking to someone um, just, well, basically before I put my headphones in to watch a little bit of TV on the train back, but I was talking to someone just before the train left and they were saying like, obviously they knew the, you know, Buster Armstrong, you know, where he's on um, Chris Brown's songs and uh, the the one that he's on with Mariah Carey and stuff like that. Like they knew those obvious tracks, but they were there like, they didn't go into the show really caring much for Buster Rhymes and they've left. You know, and they've basically downloaded, you know, Buster Rhymes' discography. They listen to it on the train. They're there like, I couldn't believe what they were missing out on. And yeah, I would definitely say if there's anyone who's listening who hasn't really given Buster Rhymes a chance, give him a chance because it was just hit after hit after hit, you know, and the visual. So in the background stage, like they had, uh, so they had, when he came out, he was sort of sat on like this big chair, like throne type thing. Ran round to do the big reveal that he was on stage. 
but all behind that was like a big LED screen um, or multiple screens and they were basically showing the music videos to his songs as he was performing them mm-hmm. and like I say he was interacting with the crowd loads again absolutely brilliant uh, there was another quite a big wait while um, you know while everyone was waiting for 50 Cent to come out now 50 Cent actual coming into the arena it was brilliant have you boys ever seen when Santi Gazzola got uh, announced for was it Valencia or it was some Spanish team and he was in this pod filled with smoke and then he appears yeah that's right yeah for, for, uh, when he signed for Villarreal that was, that was it it was Villarreal um, yeah so that reveal it was really good so obviously you could see them getting the stage ready these two glass boxes enclosed together obviously it filled with smoke there's, there's light shows going off everywhere and it comes out Big stance, finger up in the air, and <laughs> instantly straight into the music. You know, Tony Ayo comes out. Uh, you know, backing dancers come out. There's pirates. There's lights. Everything. It was absolutely unreal. There was a lot of. I tell you what, he must have been knackered. The amount of outfit changes he went through. Mate, <laughs> the outfit changes were unreal. Obviously, I'm not gonna drag on too much just because of the. If there's anyone listening that hasn't been yet, or if there's anyone listening which has been, I'm not going to bore you with every single song he performed. He obviously did all the hits off Get Richard Die Trying, did a couple off The Massacre, did Big Rich Town, which I was so happy he performed, because obviously, you know, power is unbelievable. That's Love that show. Fucking love that show. But like I say, he did Big Rich Town. Mate, I presume like most people have seen the videos on, uh, on Twitter and, you know, YouTube stuff. When he performed Many Men, He's got like these baseball jerseys on, or whatever jerseys they are, and um, each beat for the opening of Many Men, a shirt gets pulled off him until he's in like this white vest tee. Uh-huh. I've got to be honest, mate. That's probably the coolest thing I've seen in my life, and I've seen a lot of cool <laughs> things, but that was absolutely brilliant. Um, again, you know, I, I don't want to spoil for, for anyone who hasn't already been, but there were so many good things going on. Again, he must have been on the stage for an hour and a half, nearly two hours. I didn't actually leave the arena until must have been 10 to 11. Because there was one bit yeah. where everyone, everyone thought it was finished. As soon as people start getting up, his DJ comes up like, whoa, 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 Manchester, don't don't leave just yet. You know, if you want Fifth to come back, you know, keep doing this, doing this, doing this. Got the crowd going again. And it, mate, he was out for a good 20 minutes even after that point. So again, credit it. Out of all the shows I've ever been to in my life, that has definitely become number one. What um what track did they did they finish with? The last track he performed was I'll Whip Your Head Boy. I'll Whip Your Head Boy. Mate, the bass off that one and he had flames going off, he had a laser show going on while it was on. Was that from the was that that song is from the soundtrack of Get Rich or Die Train, if I'm right in saying? Uh I believe it is. I'll double check for you right now. Did he do? Did he do Window Shopper? He did. He did Window Shopper. Um, it's a classic. I will load up exactly what he did because I did make a little playlist while I was on the train home. Uh, so he did a little bit of Out of Control, uh, mm-hmm. Disco Inferno. That was unreal. Uh, just a little bit. He did. He did. Obviously, his verse of Hate It or Love It. It was brilliant, though, because like once he finished doing Hate It, Love It, there was like a little bit of a break in between songs, and he must have clocked someone in the front row, started rapping the games verse, and it was funny because he just looked at him, shook his head, just went, I don't think so. <laughs> uh, so that made me chuckle a little bit. 
Um, like I say, he did, you know, nail enough all the hits from Get Richard I Trying. Did he do any songs that M was featured on? Like, obviously he wasn't there to perform them, but did he do Patiently Waiting or Don't Push Me or anything like that? Uh, he didn't do Patiently Waiting. Uh, to be fair, I can't remember if he did Don't Push Me, because obviously there was a lot of um, mixing up the songs just, where he was performing them fast. He's got so such a strong discography as well, so it's, like, uh, it's really yeah, hard honestly, to sort of like, there was, I, I think he did one of Animal Ambition, but I can't remember the actual track it was. Like I say, I'll have to, I'd have to go back and obviously message your boys privately, but again, like for for how long the show was going on for, it was 100% value for money. I I couldn't really knock it for anything. The, the only thing you could arguably knock was the waiting time between each act coming out. But uh-huh. even then, you've got to remember, obviously, they've got to set the stage up. Then they've got to get the DJs ready. So even at that, you know, it wasn't too bad. So I, I, I can't grumble at it, in fairness. Uh, so it was at the AO Arena in Manchester. What I take it it was obviously a sellout. What roughly... It was a sort of capacity for it. I believe, I'm sure one of the DJs said there was around twenty thousand people in there, twenty-one thousand people in. Yeah, that's impressive. Like considering that he's not done a lot of touring over the last sort of you know five, eight years or whatever, and then you know he can just announce a tour and sell out. You know your cities in the UK and obviously across the world as well it's very impressive Eminem should take note I know we sold out Glasgow not the first show the second show we sold out I believe mm-hmm. I actually think that. so I went to the first Manchester show and I think that was the first show that did sell out fully I don't think Birmingham sold out yeah I did like second dates for a lot of the cities as well and they probably done what maybe potentially three or four in London as well be fair i think that i think that is the case because a lot of the second dates did sell out because i think they sort of undersold the tickets for the first dates because if you remember when mm-hmm. it first got announced there was only the five dates there was um glasgow birmingham manchester london and another one uh i can't remember what it was and then obviously he doubled up on the dates yeah, so I'm just looking at the, the sort of UK and Ireland one. So we kicked off in Dublin on the 6th of November, uh, doing two nights over in Dublin, followed by uh, Glasgow, Manchester, London, Birmingham, another night in Birmingham, back to Manchester, uh, the OVO Arena in Wembley, and yeah, done Newcastle as well, and then he went back to Glasgow, and then this time he went to London, but this time it was the O2 Arena. So yeah, he's he's been the sort of major major cities in the UK as well. So yeah, impressive numbers, ticket sales, everything. I also want to discuss with Ross uh, the fact uh, that Fifty Cent's been gone. He's been going for Diddy a lot recently, Ross, hasn't he? Yeah, quite a bit. <laughs> and, do you know what? I tell you what, though, you can never really like. Fifty Cent's feeds on Twitter or on Instagram. Some of the stuff that man is coming out with is outrageous. He is one of the few people that does still get away with some of the. Did you see the the, the photo we put up of um Jada Will Smith's wife? In no, the I don't see that. No. Um, he put up a photo of um the 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 not the car Tupac was shot in. And like where Tupac <laughs> sat in the passenger seat, he put Jada's head in his lap. Like, no. yeah, yeah, and he posted. But you know what he's like, and I think Fifty Cent's even going to keep going at Diddy, probably because oh, as well he knows. Stopping. 
he's going to carry on. Um, even Eminem's had a couple of shots at him, hasn't he? So yeah, it doesn't really yeah, surprise yeah. me. He'd probably wind each other up. <laughs> you know what? I, I saw a video, funnily enough, just literally this morning. And it was, um, I can't remember the comedian's name, but he was there like, I think from now on, we need to start a look at who 50 Cent's got an issue with and why he's got an issue with him. Because depending on what the issue is, we need to start looking into the people that 50 Cent's got issues with. And it is so true because he's had issues with Diddy. and even predicted this uh, court case before he even mm-hmm. got announced. So <laughs> I think it definitely needs to start getting looked into. Yeah, I think that the probably there'll be obviously a sort of small circle in the music industry and, you know, Hollywood, etc. And, yeah, obviously, I think 50 Cent knows some other stuff, but he also has to probably watch what he says. Um, but he's he's definitely got him by the balls at the moment anyway. And he's, he's yeah, just continuing to absolutely slate him uh, on social media, which is very funny to see. Um, so we shall move on to the next topic, which is uh, the Eminem and Fortnite collaboration. Now, I am a little bit older, and I've, I'll have i be honest, I've not played uh, Fortnite before. Don't know too much about it, uh, but Ross is going to explain a little bit of um, w- what it is and what, what's going to happen um, in the next couple of days uh, with, you know, skins and bundles and packages about the game that, that involves Eminem. So Ross, if you can digest a little bit into that, please. I'd, so I haven't, like, played a, a great deal of Fortnite, probably since, like, 2018, but, like... I understand that it's a, obviously it's a battle royale game. It's a bit like Warzone, which you know I'm sure Blake has played as well. So it's just same premise: hundred players in a lobby or a hundred plus, however many it is. Last team alive, and you can either do it alone in duos, in squads, whatever. But the idea is that because it's a bit more aimed at a, an easier network, it's a free-to-play game. So you don't necessarily have to put money in to buy the game up front. That's why they can sort of justify the amount of skins and stuff they sell. And because of that, they then collaborate with other artists. So uh, this sort of update that's in- introduced Eminem is apparently part of the OG update. So like it's again, if you don't really sort of like play the game uh, like often, you won't really understand. But there's one map that everyone plays on, and every time they update the game, they tend to change something about the map. And because it's been however many years since the first time that map was first released, they've gone back to the original version of it. So you can play right. Fortnite how it was back in 2018 with all the extra sort of gimmicks that they've added in the game so because of that they do these like live concerts with some artists and i think i think i'm not too sure if i'm 100 percent right but the first one first artist to do it was travis scott and he did it yeah. around the time astro world released so he had a, a uh, digital like concert in the game with his own avatar that like performed all his music he had all these wicked animations where your character would be like flying through space with him while he's performing like stargazing um stuff like that so it was, it was really cool and, the, and effectively what's happened is they're going to do one with Eminem on, I think it's Saturday. Um, you'll be able to go on at a certain time, load into the game, and instead of having a normal game of Battle Royale where you, everyone's trying to kill each other, there'll be this live concert and event where Eminem will be performing a couple of his songs. It won't actually be like uh, him in like a VR suit performing it. It, it will be a pre-animated, yeah. obviously. It will be his own avatar. But based on the skins that they've already released, if it's going to be the one they've got, it's a blonde-haired either a blonde head slim shady skin wearing a white t-shirt and a hoodie with shady across it he's wearing his dog tags like a silver bracelet some baggy jeans and some white trainers and then you've got the marshall mathers skin which is him from the music to be murdered by era where he's wearing like the suit with the fedora and he's got a pistol um and he's got his beard and his dark hair and then you've got the mm-hmm. rat boy skin as well which is obviously a reference to like business where 
it was and and like without me music video where he dressed up as like Batman and Robin etc. That's right. So he's got yeah. like a, a bomber jacket on with fingerless gloves like from like the 2000s era as well, and then like a Robin eye mask where his eyes are white. So you can play as three different iterations of him, and I think on one of them there's like an emote one of the packs that you can buy where if you do this certain thing in the game you can make your character perform the real Slim Shady as the M&M skin. Mm-hmm. So it's just, again, it's one of those gimmicks. I've seen that, you know, the performance is, of course, supposed to be mm. uh, this coming Saturday. How do you, how is that going to go? Because I take it, it it's going to be pre-recorded, of course, but so, is yeah. it going to do hits from music to be murdered by? Like, Do we know? Is, yeah, I don't think anything's been announced go. about it. It's, nothing's been formally said about what to sort of expect. It's it's interesting that he's got like the real Slim Shady era, like the Eminem show era, and now the music to be murdered by era. Um there's a couple of different weapons on there, for example, as well. So if you're the Slim Shady era, you get the chainsaws with the Slim Shady on them, and they like glow up different colours when you hit people. And then mm-hmm. if you do the music to be murdered by one, you've got the axes. So I'm guessing, because they've put so much time into the themes of the albums, they're going to do music from both. Maybe like Godzilla. That's gone pretty viral over TikTok and stuff. I'd be yeah. surprised if he doesn't do the real Slim Shady without me. But it'll, effectively, he, he could do it however he wants. The, the map that you the players load onto... At that point, what they'll do is pre-animate a whole sort of set and envision. They did one for like uh, Godzilla versus Kong when that movie came out. They had a giant Godzilla and Kong come onto the map and fight each other. You can't do anything to interfere with it, but it's just happening around your characters. So it's like a live event. If you miss it, you won't be able to see it again. But they'll obviously have X amount of servers that you can log into, etc. So... It won't be hard to see it. I seen on Twitter that there was a sort of there was a picture of possibly him in like a music to be murdered by a sort of suit or whatever. But mm. above it, it said Marshall no more, and a lot of people yeah. sort of alluding to the fact that it could be an Easter egg. It could mean something. What do you think about that? So that there's so some of the names of the skins. Yeah, yeah, like you said, there's the Marshall Nevermore one, and there's a weird thing as well. You have these like gliders in the game for when you jump out the bus. So normally it's just like a hang glider thing. But for M&Ms, they've added like a, like a weird robotic crow. I don't know why. I don't really get the point of it. But I've, it's called the Raven Express Glider. Now, I know there's like a raven on the album cover of Music To Be Murdered By, I think. But yeah. I don't think it's ever been addressed other than that it's just on the album cover. So it's a bit mm-hmm. strange. I don't really know. But I don't know maybe if the Marshall Nevermore is just a weird bundle because they've it, there's loads of stuff in it. I don't really know. I'd like to think new music is coming and this is a good way to promote it. Yeah, Blake, we were discussing yesterday that um, they possibly alluded to the fact that there could be an announcement towards the end of this performance. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, it's a weird one because it's the only thing to me which makes sense to not, so if they're going to do a whole thing and it's literally just going to announce, uh, I don't know, there's a, like, if, if it's something game related and they've just used Eminem just to get, like, you know, the eyes on the game, uh, it's nothing to do with Eminem then. Obviously, fair fucks, but at the same time, it's it's a bit of a wasted opportunity for, you know, his side of things. Mm-hmm. Or at the same time, it's like, is he going to release... Well, is he going to announce an album? Because it's it's so different, and it's so, you know... Obviously, I know uh, Ross could probably back me up a little... Well, not back me up, but, mm. you know... Uh, confirm it but I'm sure after the Travis Scott one he'd not long released or announced his next album yeah it was Astro World that's why it was it was all this weird like lucid acid theme but yeah it was Astro World I'm pretty sure yeah so it's one of those because obviously they they've released a little teaser about it and the first character that comes up is the Slim Shady one so I presume it is going to be a combination of you know 
old Slim Shady tracks because I know they've once this event is done, like near enough his whole discography, you can actually listen to in game. Uh, yeah. From what I was reading, so it's it's one of those like it it would be a good way to announce new music. Because obviously you're gonna have streamers streaming it to all their you know hundreds of thousands of fans. Obviously you're gonna have casual pl- uh, players playing it to watch it. You're gonna have you know a load of new eyes and new fans. Yeah, exactly. Watching the show, so it would be smart. It's just it's the only thing which makes sense to me. But at the same time, it wouldn't make sense because it is such a brand new, unique way of doing it. And for Eminem's team, I don't know if that's you know, it it just seems above what they have done ever like before. So I don't know. Yeah, it seems to be a good marketing plan anyway, doesn't it? Well, it's it's worth noting that Travis Scott's Astro World concert had over twelve million people attend. Oofed. Well, so, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It it would be completely stupid to not promote something or release something with that amount. And plus, it's Eminem. There are people that have probably got kids playing this game that know more about Eminem than than the kids do. So, like, they're probably going to be like, "Oh, yeah, I might check that out." Yeah. So, I think it would be a bit of a wasted opportunity if nothing came from it. Like, there was no sort of any any sort of new music or any sort of album but it would be a complete waste of time if they were to do this and then nothing came and they sort of disappeared again for a few months so yeah hopefully fingers crossed by the time this episode airs we probably will know uh, fully what's happened by then but yeah so the performance is on on this coming saturday just uh, around the corner so yeah we'll see what happens from that and uh, if anything in the future arises so the other topic would be the the merch drop that's um, just been announced. I mean, I don't know if you guys are sort of keeping up with them. There was so many merch drops just now. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> believe this one, if I'm right in saying this far, uh, the Marshall Mathers LP two, which uh, of course hit ten its ten year anniversary just the the other month there. So there was a, a number of things that were online. I think it, if I'm right in saying the Spider Man Eminem comic book mm. collaboration was yeah. put on it, and there was a Boombox, uh, inspired by the Berserk music video, and, and a host of you know sort of other stuff. Uh, but as some of you will know, they went on sale, and within probably maybe under two or three minutes, they were all sold out. But the thing that is annoying the fan base a lot is that the majority of those sales have now went over onto eBay, and you know these people are selling them, you know, at ten times the price were. So I just want to get what what your What's your take on all this nonsense? Is there anything that you know Paul Rosenberg and Eminem's label could do to stop this from happening? Probably like a, a two-way authenticator thing to stop people from just mass doing it. So, like, if you were to let's say go onto the thing, you have to put in your email, send in an authenticator, put in a certain PIN, then that link will take you to another one that you get another email for. That'll obviously increase the time people can, well, the window people have to buy them. But I also think as well it will stop people from just duplicating their 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 tabs and buying I don't know mm-hmm. like twelve in almost the second like ten seconds. It's ridiculous. So is there not even a limit on? I mean, I've bought a few stuff, but mm. probably I don't think there is a limit. You could probably buy as many as many copies as you want, possibly. That's the problem, isn't it? Like, and and the thing is, is like because it's just going. People are already listing the stuff on eBay and they haven't even received it. Like they're <laughs> already posting things up with prices and stuff that over exceed the price they're selling it for. So it's just ridiculous. There, there's got to be something they can do. And to be fair, the the ones on eBay as well. This is where they're really snidey with it because with eBay, you, like once you purchase it, you only get a thirty day like return or mm. cancellation period. Now the ten year anniversary. So I, I've bought a CD. That's all I bought from the jocks. You know, it'd be a nice thing to have, 
and uh, you know little bits like that. But so with eBay, you only get thirty like thirty day window. Now the stuff isn't actually getting shipped until February, which actually could be delayed because uh, the last drop he did, which I've had an email for this evening saying that it's I been see. delayed again. <laughs> Another um, delay. This is it. So if there's two delays on a drop, which was basically two or three months before this current drop, God. you know, it's it's probably going to be March or April before these things really start getting shipped and received. So by that point, people could have, you know, put loads of like, so the Spider-Man collection, that was, I think, for signed copies, like they were all signed. And, you know, people selling them for like $1,200 or whatever. But so people could spend all that money. And then once these items have been shipped, what's to, what's to stop the seller from basically not sending it? Because at that mm. point, it's gone past the 30-day period. And at that point, yeah. you're basically like, excuse my French, but you're shite out of luck. So this is where I don't... I don't agree with the price points either, but I don't agree with the fact that people are putting these items on eBay, knowing full well that they could quite happily scam someone out who's spent all this money just to get a signed item. Yeah, that's true. I think that the only sort of good thing with eBay is is a, a sort of buyer's market, so they are always protected. So there there would be a way that people probably would get their money back, but they would also you know end up losing out on the actual you know the whatever it was they ordered, uh, which is going to suck. But um, I think they do. They seriously need to look into it a little bit more and try and see if they can stop. You know, either limit it to one or two pair IP address or I, I don't know the sort of the ins and outs how to stop it but it's getting a little bit you know people are a little bit pissed off with it uh, because it seems to be the especially the signed stuff because I think the generic sort of stuff that isn't signed is easy enough to get a hold of but the signed stuff is selling out within minutes and you know as we say it's going straight onto eBay and it just it's, it's just a money making scheme for the you know the, the sellers on eBay which is a bit a bit shit but hopefully maybe something can, can happen with it in the future uh, right, guys, <laughs> do any of you have Eminem as a sort of notification when he posts on, on Twitter? Yeah. And are you getting pissed off with the fact yeah. that he's consistently tweeting about the Detroit Lions and uh, Barry Sanders? When he posted that that tweet the other day, it was just the eye emojis, and it just came up on my phone as Eminem eye emojis. I was like, what is that? <laughs> Opened it, and it's just him or Paul, I'm looking at you, is either just tweeting from his account or whatever. You cannot do that to people. I'm not even, like, probably one of the most insane Eminem fans. Probably people out there you have induced into heart attacks, to be quite fair. So, cut that crap out. <laughs> yeah, there was there was one he'd done a couple of Thursdays ago. So, like, obviously, new music drops usually on Friday mornings. And he, yeah. he tweeted, at like, just about close to midnight on Thursday night, writing something. And I think everyone was like, all oh, right, okay, so maybe something's happened. And then he's just giving a shout-out to that guy, Barry Sanders. So I think there could potentially be a Eminem Barry Sanders merchandise drop or extended edition in the next couple of weeks. God. Uh, uh, so, yeah, that's... that's. You know what it reminds me of? Like, all, all this tweeting that he does, and obviously, Danny, you'll agree with me this, because you're more of a um, football, soccer fan. It, it's football, grow up. Football. Um, <laughs> right. So, when it's transfer window or transfer deadline day, right, and you're like you're waiting on your phone, you're looking at Sky Sports, you know, you're checking everything every couple of minutes, right, you get a notification through. So, for me, it's Man United, you know, for you, it's Celtic or anything like that. Your clubs put a, uh, you know, put a tweet up and you're there like, oh, they're going to announce a player that they've just signed and it's, 
you know, predicted lineup for our next game. It's like <laughs> you fucking what? I know. Do you know what I mean? That that that's what that's what it feels like to me. You know, every time he tweets, because obviously everyone's wanting something to happen. Don't get me wrong. You know, at the same time, like you know, it's nice that he's happy and he's enjoying what he's doing in terms of supporting his team. But I don't know. I, f- I think he needs to, uh, like you know, perhaps he needs to make account. a separate account. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's that's been bugging a lot of people recently as well. With I mean, yeah, he's a huge uh, Lions fan as well. So fair play, but please don't tweet on a Thursday night when you know a lot of new music gets released on the Friday because it puts people into a sort of uh, false sense of security. Uh, right, Christmas time is coming up, guys, and Eminem has you know he's done a few sort of rhymes and lyrics over the years. I don't know if you've got any that you can sort of pick out your mind. Uh, the one that sort of comes uh, to mind for myself would be Just Lose It, although not necessarily a Christmas song, but the music video has him uh, dressed up as sort of Bad Santa, uh, and there's a sort of few lines from that. Is there any other ones that he could think of that he's mentioned Christmas? White Trash Party, I think. Oh, that's a shout. That's he a says, good shout. I shoot the gift like a hollering die Santa, and then he says something about ah, not hitting a tree yeah. and hitting Rudolph or something. So there's that one. Uh, music box as well that for, I yeah. think I've said it a few times because Relapse Refill got released around about December in 2009 music box reminds me a little bit of like a Christmas track because of the sort of the, the production of it and obviously the music box playing in the background as well that always mm. sort of reminds me of sort of Christmas the, the only thing I can think of other than the Just Lose It video is um, do you remember the postcards that he sent out you know when people ordered something it was uh, him dressed up as Santa behind a reindeer doing mm. something suggestive. <laughs> uh, you've got candy canes in the background, you know, like plastic elves and stuff like that. That's the only other thing I can really think of, and to be fair. Yeah, I've, I, I mean, he's not really done... Yeah, he's not done a huge amount of sort of... It's, it's hard for hip-hop artists to do, even like winter tracks or mm. Christmas tracks. It's, it's never going to happen, but he's yeah, he's mentioned a few things. I think in Shady 15 as well, he said something yeah. along, the line, along the lines of wrap all the Christmas presents in camouflage so you can't even find them snapping Rudolph's antlers. Dumb shit like that. Um, but yeah, so uh, we are towards this season now with Christmas coming up um, and we are going to be doing a competition over on our Twitter page at the start of December um, so for those that uh, don't even know that we have a Twitter page get on to it because we are going to be giving away uh, Cut and Call 2 on vinyl we're going to be giving away the mainly M&M podcast beanie hat and there will be uh, uh, some other extras as well that we're going to do as well so um, start of December if you can follow the group and you'll be notified as soon as the competition goes live finally guys Spotify Wrapped is here and Obviously, basically everything that you played throughout the year gets stored on their systems, and then it tells you what the, your favourite artists are, what your your favourite tracks have been. So we'll just for a laugh, let's embarrass ourselves, guys. Um, Ross, do you want to go for starters and tell us what your your top five artists are or your top five tracks? So my top five artists, I'm actually pretty happy with. To be fair, I've got uh, so number one is Eminem. He was like my top artist for the year. I was in the 0.5 percent of listeners which is like, I thought it's pretty high, but I've seen some people on Twitter that need to either go outside or like actually take their earphones out because they're on like almost like 18,000 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Seen and they're just, well. just with him. It's wow. ridiculous. Um, too much. To be fair, but, my mate got a nop, 0.05% in M&M. Uh, oh, wow, uh, that's mad. Yeah, that is, 
I I even messaged him. I said, to be fair, How? Like, that is, he just so he works in a so he works in a dealership parts place, okay. and um, so going to work, he's got his headphones in. Obviously, while he's in work, he's got his headphones in. So he's basically listening to music twenty four seven. Near enough, obviously, once Not he gets you. home, he's chilling out to music. So I think it was Eminem and Mob Deep. I couldn't remember who else was on there, but. Eminem was like 0.05%. I was like, fucking That's Jesus. Nuts. But yeah, I had um, Eminem obviously being number one. Number two was Travis Scott. He actually like took up most of my streaming. All my top songs of the year were Travis Scott. So there's no point me. Yeah. You've got <laughs> it's so because Utopia came out this year, so you were going to have yeah. that on daily rotation anyway. Oh, mate, yeah. And, but it, what's interesting is on this one, it shows you obviously the months that you peaked listening to him. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I also peaked listening to Travis Scott back in May. So I just obviously maybe got excited for the uh, idea of Utopia dropping. But yeah. number three was uh, Drake. And I think that's because towards the beginning of the year, I was listening to the Drake 21 uh, project they released, which was, I was, really enjoyed. Yeah, yeah. that was good. Uh, number four was 21 Savage. Um, I really enjoyed a lot of the features he's done. And I always go back to some of his. So I, ever since he released um, a lot with J Cole, uh, I can't remember what album that was. But yeah, that was that was. I've just always loved Twenty One. And then number five was Dave, which Dave, is quite he, funny. He's fucking brilliant. To be fair, it's just funny that all Americans and bang one British guy at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, he's one of the best in the UK just now, along with Loyal Carner and Little Sims, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. Um, Blake, what was your list? So. On mine, so because I work in a garage, like the only reason I've got Spotify is to put through the radio at work. So that's the only reason I've got Spotify. So the only rap artist on mine is 50 Cent and Eminem. And obviously that's just through chilling at home and uh, just putting it on through my speaker. Now the other three, they're a little bit random. right? So I've got ABBA. Nice. Too late. Yeah. I've got, <laughs> mate. I can't believe this. Uh, I've got, <laughs> so I've got, I've got Elvis, right? But that, uh-huh. that's more so when I'm in the car with my dad, right? And I've got to be honest, boys. I don't know how on God's earth this has happened, but Shania Twain's on there. Impressing <laughs> right? me much, Blake, mate. Well, that's this hilarious. Is, you know what I mean? But so basically, while it, when I'm in work. You know, I'll I'll say to the lads like, "What music do you want on?" You know, and they'll shout out a decade or they'll shout out a certain artist. I'm fairly confident that's where Shania Twain's come from. I promise. Right? <laughs> um, lies, lies. <laughs> oh no, yeah. Like like I say, I mean, it's random as anything. But the joys are working in the garage, eh? Well, yeah, exactly. So the, the, love that. My, my list is sort of, <laughs> before I tell you my list, I have the same excuse as Blake. I basically work in an office in a car dealership and I'm taking requests on the daily as well. So we'll go through number five. I've got Post Malone, which is fair enough because, you know, it does have a lot of sort of, you know, pop popular songs as well and a lot of hits. Um, so he's at number five. Number four is Robbie Williams. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I do like some of his early stuff back in the day. Uh, and there's a lot of people that ask for him as well so that's probably why it's there uh, number three is another band from the UK called Supergrass um, they are rock slash indie band uh, but they've been really they've not been active recently but they've got a lot of classics from the sort of mid 90s um, early 2000s so they are number three number two quite an obvious one Oasis same sort of scenario you know absolutely massive in the UK so you know they've got a lot a lot of hits 
Uh, and number one is of course Eminem, thankfully, because I was sort of like half shit myself. I'm like, what happens if it's not? Because <laughs> then I'm like, you mate, you do that Eminem podcast and he's not even in your top five. That would have been really embarrassing. Um, so yeah, it's the top five. Uh, for, for anyone myself. listening, that's mine and Danny's excuse. And if you don't like it, that's tough. <laughs> <laughs> the, the joys of the motor industry. Um, but yeah, in terms of songs, it's uh, it's a bit of a strange one as well. There's uh, the first two are Supergrass songs. Uh, number three is actually Lucky You, uh, featuring Jonah Lucas from Kamikaze. Nice. So I think that is on one of my playlists, and it does get played quite a lot. Uh, number four is The King and I, the you know the Elvis uh, soundtrack uh, featuring CeeLo Green. So I've got that in the list. And number five is Loyal Karner's Speed of Plight, uh, which is an absolute banger. So if you have not heard of Loyal Karner, please give him a listen because he's absolutely fantastic. Right guys, that's basically the show for just now. Uh, we're going to do the review 2023, which will release just probably in between Christmas and New Year. It's not been the most active year for Eminem in terms of music, but there still will be a lot to to talk about. Um, he's, he's done quite a lot of appearances of obviously boxing matches and some documentaries and TV shows, so there'll be, there'll be a lot to talk about for that. Uh, but yeah, thanks for everyone that's uh, tuned into the podcast this year. Uh, I've got some little stats as well uh, from uh, the show from the start of the year, which I'll just briefly go through. So the top five countries that we have listeners in uh, stands at number one, the United States, number two, the UK, Canada at number three, Australia at number four, and Germany at number five. So, you know, thanks to everyone that's listened to the show from all over the world, but, you know, even more so from those five mentioned, because, uh, yeah, you've definitely... As I said, he's got a huge fan base worldwide, of course, anyway, but it's, you would like to think that that probably is, even for his music, probably the top five around the world as well. Um, the mm. podcast has a rating of 4.7 on all the, the platforms. We have, from compared to last year, our streams have went up 492%. Our followers have went up 999%. And our daily listeners have went up by 625%. So 97% joined us for the first time this year as well. So it seems to, you know, a lot of people have found us this year. I mean, I know we've been going since July, but it does seem that, you know, since January this year that a lot of people have sort of noticed us on all the streaming platforms. So we thank everyone that's listened to us. We will have some more special guests coming. Uh, in 2024 so stay tuned for that as well once again we're also on instagram we're on tiktok twitter and all over the platforms you know spotify apple amazon etc so if you listen to us on those just make sure that you're subscribing to the channel and you'll be notified when a new episode drops so guys if i don't hear from you uh, i hope you have a good christmas enjoy yourselves and if you get any M&M related gifts give us a mention and put them up on Twitter as well and we can give them a wee retweet uh, once again thanks to everyone that has joined us and as I said we'll be back with the review just before the new year and we'll catch you then thank you very much mm-hmm.